Welcome to Women Leading the Way Radio Show, where each time you'll hear from successful women CEOs, executives, and professionals, where we'll discover how they do what they do to be successful in business. We'll be interviewing women who have overcome big challenges, women who have incredible stories of lessons learned in dealing with adversity. We'll even interview women who have started and grown successful organizations and women who are C-level executives with unique talents and positions. Our goal is to bring successful businesswomen together to share how they're leading the way in business today. Good morning and welcome to Women Lead Radio, brought to you by Connected Women of Influence. I'm Diane Callahan, your host for The Lighthearted Life, and our topic today is celebrating those that we love and giving the most amazing gifts. And our leading lady is Sherry Reichert Ballul, who owns a company called Simply Celebrate, which is the exact thing we want to talk about today. Good morning, Sherry. Oh, Miss Diane. Hello, hello. Happy to be here with you. I am so happy that we get to do this. We've been planning this for almost a year for <laughs> you to be on the show. <laughs> and I I'm so know, glad that you're here, here. And here we are. So let's just jump right in with some some questions because I want to find out so much about you. First of all, I need listeners. I need to let you know that Sherry um, published her book, which you're going to want. It's called say it now 33 creative ways to say, I love you to the most important people in your life. And it's a beautiful, beautiful book, easy to read, easy ideas. And so Sherry, tell me, how did you get started focusing on celebration? Yes. Well, Diane, uh, I'm glad you asked that first because I love for people to know that all of my work came from a place where I was actually, as a young woman, I went through a very, very dark suicidal period of my life. And I know that may, I know, I know that might sound like a weird place to start, but I think it's important for people to know that this work for me is medicine. It's not just, I mean, it is fun, it is joyful, it is light, but what I want people to know, it can also really transform who we are, and for me, that's what happened. By focusing on love, by focusing on choosing to be here and to celebrate life, rather than you know, all those voices in my head that were telling me what was wrong with me, what was wrong with my life, what was wrong with my relationships, why was I so this or that. I learned how to totally change the focus of my attention to love and appreciation. And and I'm not kidding when I say that was medicine. I, I think it really changed the chemistry of who I am. Oh, my gosh, Sherry, I love that because and, and I want to dig into that a little bit deeper, but one of the things that um, of love, having love in our life, and a lot of us get focused on the romantical type of love, right? We want that right. certain kind of love, and if we don't have that romantic partner, we feel sort of bereft and like we don't we don't have access to love. But the but the truth is that love is everywhere, and it's what we do, and we can we can be love and we can put love into the world. And by doing so, then we experience all the joy of love just in a different package or a different format. What do you think about that? Oh, Diane, I'm jumping up and down. I don't know if you, you can't see me. (laughs) I, I am so right there. 
there with you. Love, you said this. I want to reflect it back. Love is what we do. Love is who we are. And when we understand that, that it is not just located in one romantic partner or even, you know, a couple best friends or our family, when we start to understand that love is who we are, it changes everything, right? Right, right. And when we're, when we're delivering love in whatever way that looks, whatever that looks like, we're also then receiving love because we're moving. Boy, I wish you could see my hands right now. We're moving <laughs> in this bubble of love, right? And so right. And this is that. Oh, sorry. Go, go ahead. No, you go. You go. <laughs> no, I just we're both so excited, aren't we? But the thing is, the reason I'm so glad you started where you did is I don't ever for a moment want anyone to I have to feel good or I have to feel happy or I have to feel loving in order to do something loving, right? That's, it, it, it's who we become in the process. And we can start, and believe me, I'm testament to this. We can give love, we can give appreciation from the darkest places that we can even imagine. And, you know, that's the thing. When we are, I've had two different times in my life as well, Sherry, when I've been in what I call a deep, dark hole. Both of them are related to to, um, medications that were part of my cancer journey because I'm a three-time cancer survivor. Wow, yes. Yeah, and so these these medications put me in this place. So I, it is dark sort of despair and trying to wonder, will I ever get back to the sunshine? Will I ever get back to the sunshine? And I think that when you are, when you, when you are blessed enough to experience and come out of it, you recognize that that's where like the deepest growth happens. That's where the deepest truth happens in your soul. Right. Oh, Diane. And, you know, it's interesting because we have similar sort of metaphors. I, I always think of it because this is how it felt when I was in that place. It was like an iron wall closing in Ooh. on me, right? Like it just, I felt like I could be crushed by it. And I had this experience, it was during a meditation class where I had a, an in-breath moment where I, honest to goodness, in my head I heard, I don't want to kill myself right now. And what that did, it was like a pinprick of light in that iron wall. And that metaphor has stayed with me all these three decades now because what it showed me is that one tiny moment, you call this sunshine. For me, it's a little pinprick of light, the same thing. One Mm -hmm. moment of that can, can change everything, right? That that, Anything we're feeling is not solid like that iron wall. We can pinpoint right. light it all over the place. We could bring the sunshine in, right? Right. And the, I think the biggest challenge for those of us who have gone through times like that and those listeners who are in a time like that right now is just to believe it's possible. You don't have to believe it's happening right now. Just believe that it's possible. And that'll keep you going long enough until until one of those pinpricks of light happens. Because yes. the, the problem with the problem is you get into this despair mode, and your mind starts telling you things that are not true, right? That it's not possible, it's impossible, it's you know this is all I'm ever going to have because that's what 
that darkness does to you. But if you could just believe it's possible. And for me, the very first time I was shocked because I've always been fairly um, upbeat. And there's been a couple of times in my life that have been really difficult, but this was different. This was a deep, dark hole of despair. And I literally talked to my best friend probably five to ten times a day. And wow. she was starting a brand new job. And God bless her. And I just kept saying, is this ever going to get better? Will this really get better? And she said, you just have to trust me. I'm telling you it will. Just trust that. That's all you need. Just trust that. And so if you can just believe that the pinprick of light is, is possible, then you can get through all of those moments until you see it. Diane, yes. And, and so, you know, what happened for me was exactly that. Like I would just look for those moments of pinpricks of light, right? It might be holding my cat and I'd suddenly realize like, okay, okay, I'm okay. Or it might be, you know, a call from my mom or like you said, a best friend. But the real, mm-hmm. the real, real quick changes came for me when I realized, and this is connected to, to our, what we're talking about today. Yeah. When I realized I could create a single tiny moment of light. And at first it was for myself. And then mm-hmm. after, you know, practicing that for a long time, I realized there are a lot of people in the dark. And what if I created pinpricks of light for other people? Because like you said so beautifully, it immediately boomerangs back to us. There's no separation. Yes. And so that's no, what I no. encourage. Yeah, I was just going to say, so that's what I encourage people. I, that's why I, I have spent my entire life now living in one moment at a time because those voices can't get to us that way. If, if what we're doing right now, here, I'm talking to Diane. I have not talked to you for so long. I love you. This is a pinprick of light. This is all there is in my life right now, right? And that's, that is everything because then the voices can't get us. Right, because we are here. It's like we're encased in this bubble that we are choosing to have joy in this moment and have sun. This is a sunshiny moment. And I don't know. I know you're in the Bay Area in San Francisco. I don't know if it's gloomy. It is a beautiful morning in Southern California. And we're choosing a, a moment of sunshine. And we can hold That's on it. to this and remember that we had this. And we can make it again. That's the beautiful right. part. Right. <laughs> and, and, and the thing that, again, like I always want to underscore for people is this is not some Pollyanna toxic positivity sort of thing. It's authentically, it's authentically feeling one teeny, 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 teeny. It could be 10 seconds of something that, it sparks us a little. So it's not, I love, it's not saying something fake, right? And I love that you're, that you're saying that because some people do, when they're in that place of despair, they do sometimes feel like it's like this movement of positivity against them. Like, you know, and, and like we're against the people that are in their own dark place at this moment, but we're not. It's the idea. It is authentic. It is just to know that there is the possibility for one pinprick of something bright, something yes. light. And if you could just grab onto the belief that that's possible, if you can have a foundational belief that it's possible, 
then you're not locked in that. You're not up against that iron wall or down in that deep, dark pit by yourself with no hope. Right. And, you know, so what we're saying is if we can for five seconds, find something, just look around. It's, it could be a cat. It could be a picture of your best friend. It could be, you know, the feeling of the sun on your face, whatever it is. Yes. If you feel that, now you're sort of turned in the direction of the light. And it's easier yes. to find that next tiny, tiny, tiny moment because that's the direction you're going. Instead of, as you and I have both said, wow, you know, once I'm in that, that iron wall closing in, it just closes and closes. Or the pit, right? Yes. Envelops us. Yes. I love this conversation. It is so <laughs> awesome. What I think I'm going to do, we have, um, we have a commercial break, and we're going to do, a little, do it a little bit early because we have so much to talk about when we come back. So um, we're going to take a quick moment so that we can recognize one of our sponsors. Women Lead Radio is brought to you today by Connected Women of Influence and our partner, National University. National University is proud to be San Diego's largest private nonprofit university founded in 1971. The National University mission is to provide accessible, achievable higher education to adult learners. Today, National University educates students from across the U.S. and around the globe with over 170,000 alumni worldwide. Thank you for your support, National University, and to all of our sponsors and our partners. And now, Diane, back to your show. Thank you. Welcome back to The Lighthearted Life. With us today is Sherry riker Balul. She is a high-performance coach and an author, and she runs a business called Simply Celebrate. And I am having the best morning talking to my friend Sherry. Sherry, let's, let's take a little uh, twist, and I want to focus on your book. Say it now. So tell me, tell me like about the book title. Where did that come from? Ah, thank you, Diane. Yes. So all my life I would go to funerals and memorial services. And, you know, people tell those beautiful stories and they, all the appreciations and the photos that get put up. And I love that. It's so beautiful to honor people. But I would every time say, why don't we say this when people can hear it? Why don't we say it now? Why do we wait? And so the name of the book, Say It Now, is really about that feeling. And I think most people have experienced some sort of regret. When someone they love has maybe passed away unexpectedly and they just never had told them, you know, what they really, the impact that person had had on them or how much they loved them. So Say It Now is really dedicated to that, like, Sure, say it after someone has passed away all you want, but tell them a million times over right now. I love this so much. And, Sherry, you're not going to believe this. I didn't tell you this when we first got on this um, call, but I'm literally in the parking lot of a church right now getting ready what? to go to a memorial service when we're done here at 10 o'clock. Yes. Diane, oh. Yes. So, Wow, that that's where this came from, because I agree with you. Um, one of the things that I was asked one time when I was facilitating a, a group for Be The Match, because I've had an unrelated dental transplant, and they asked me, like, they were talking about legacy, and they were thinking about, like, I don't know, like wills and things, and I said, I don't really focus on that. What I'm focusing on is upping my love game. And they're like, what does that mean? What is that? 
And it's very similar to this. You know, say it now. Up my love game. If there's someone I love and admire and and want to be like, I, I need to tell them that now. Like, everything I want to emulate about them into my life, I, it's important to tell people now. So you and I are just, like, totally on the same wavelength. <laughs> say it now, right? Oh, my gosh. Diane, I love that. We are so – well, of course, we knew that already, but, but well, you, say up, <laughs> you, say, you say up my love game, and I have a, a phrase I use, which is to expand the boundaries of love. You know, which I think is the same thing, right? It's like all about really pushing through to, to, in my case, a lot of times to where it's uncomfortable to find new ways to love that feel even more, um, even more expressive or even more vulnerable. Well, one of the things I love in your book is, um, and it's a cornerstone of what you do, it's called the love list. So tell us about that. Ah. Yes, yes, because actually, thank you. So when I talked about being in that dark, dark place and that love was medicine, that's what I'm talking about. So the love list is a, is a practice that just kind of came to me. It just dropped in from the beautiful universe, which is, it's a very simple. It's making a brainstorm list of why we love someone, how they've impacted our lives, you know, and it comes across in the sense of like, you know, Diane, I love your beautiful energy. Diane, I love how quick you are to laugh. I love that when I'm with you, I feel like you're totally present with me. I love that you think about life so deeply and that you care so much. It's just like that, like boom, 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 whatever drops in your mind, you know. And I might say something like, Diane, I love that memory. Remember when we were at that event together and we just giggled and <laughs> laughed and jumped up and down, right? So it, it looks like that. I just modeled it for you off the top of my head, and there are a million ways to actually present a love list as a gift. So first you sit down and brainstorm. I just came, I don't know, that was maybe four or five that I said about you. If Mm -hmm. you sat down and brainstormed for 10, 15, 20 minutes, you might have 15 things on the list or 20. And then what you can do is that in itself is a great gift. You know, I have a free printable that people can download, or you could – Put it with a couple photographs and just print it out. You could cut them into little strips and put them in a a pretty jar with some fairy lights. I call that a joy jar. You could put Mm -hmm. them in fortune cookies. You could put them in advent calendars. You could send one on postcard every week for an entire year to someone who's lonely that you know would love to get mail every week, and that's a great thing to do. I mean, it's it's just like – Anything that you can think of can turn into a love list. I am so excited right now because here we are. It's the holidays. It's a time to, I mean, I'm not, I'm not, I, one of the uh, love languages is giving of gifts, right? Well, that's not really high on my list of love languages for myself, but this kind of a gift is to tell people how much they matter in all, of, in all of these different creative ways. I'm sitting here right now thinking, I need to go get some jars and um, some cards. <laughs> and I, I already thought of like four different people that I should use this idea with right now. And I already have gifts for them, but this is going to be even better. So I, I love this idea. And the beauty part of it is it's not expensive. It's not fa- it doesn't have to be fancy. It's real. It's authentic. It's heart. It's from the heart. And that's what people want more of. I mean, 
don't you think that that's what people are longing for every day is that heart? Yes, yes, yes. I mean, this is the thing, right? So I, I'm right with you. I think what, what we all want, we want to be seen, we want to be known, we want to be appreciated and celebrated for those simple things. That's why I have the word simply in the name of my company because it's really mm-hmm. – you know, it's not, we don't want to be known, I mean, it's nice to be known for sort of accomplishments or job promotions, but really we want the people who know and love us best to let us know those things. And again, I can't say this enough, when I started doing Loveless as a practice, when I was really, really in that hard place, it was mm-hmm. impossible to be depressed when I was in that place of love i mean it might all come rushing back like we said but right i would i would find that when i was making a love list for someone i it it was it was this like uplift and so even before we give this kind of gift we feel better and the other secret thing is that even before we give that gift it transforms our relationship with someone because what we've now yes. done is, is we've spent, whether it's five, ten minutes or half an hour, whatever, short amount of time, we've spent that time literally looking for all the wonderful things about that person in our relationship. And that's what we don't do enough of because it's so easy to look at the things that, you know, are irritating or that we don't match up with or something like that. It's very, we have that negativity bias and it's so easy to get stuck there. And we have to, we have to consciously choose the positivity bias, you know, and, and it's a, it's a skill and a habit and a practice that we can get better at each and every day. And doing something like a love list is the perfect way to grow that positivity muscle. Don't you think? Oh, Diane, yes. And you use my favorite word in all the world, which is practice. I always say love is a practice, joy is a practice, celebration is a practice. And those muscles, just like you said, we do strengthen them. And we help other people. I mean, especially now, look at what we've gone through over the last, like, 20 months. People are lonely. They're scared. It's been a you know, a grief-filled time. And if we can, again, without spending any money, which we don't have to do, to give of our our love in this way, to make someone a love list, it helps them to recalibrate to love. Because once they receive a list, and even if it's three things or five things, it doesn't have to be this huge thing, but when they receive something from someone saying, Look at all the beautiful things I see in you. They can't help but calibrate to that part of themselves, even for a minute. Here we go back to, you know, even if it's a tiny pinprick of a moment, we're gifting them with that. Yes. Yes. And, I mean, that's what people want the most is to be known and seen. And they want want that that feeling that the, the good parts of them over over or outweigh whatever they see as their faults, right? That's what we're trying to do is, is, is to, to bring the, the best parts of ourselves into the world. And, right. and to have that encouragement that someone sees it and knows it, knows it is so important. Well, and then, Diane, like, right, so, so here we go, and I know you know this experience, 
once we've started having that kind of relationship with someone in our life, it changes everything, right? Because what happens is we start relating to each other. Like they know that's a vulnerable thing to do. I'm not going to sugarcoat this, right? Like we're not used to walking around um, giving gifts like this or expressing our love overtly. This is kind of a new, you know, it's a new vulnerable way to be, but other people Mm -hmm. can sense that. And then it gives them permission and encouragement and invitation to show up with us. Maybe they start talking to us on a different level. They start revealing. Yes. Uh, right? Yes, I love it. And you said permission. And that makes me think about you shared with me, and I want you to share with our listeners, your permission and belonging challenge. Tell me about that. Tell us all about that. Oh, yeah. That's another important word, right? Permission is another favorite word of mine. Because yes. I feel like a lot of times we're looking externally for permission to be who we are, that, you know, is it okay? Am I okay? Is this okay to say? Certainly that was my experience, which is what I think sent me into that downward spiral. I was always looking externally. So what I did is created a mini course for people that's free, and I call it permission and belonging because I think these are two huge human values, that we all need permission give ourselves that permission to be who we are you know it's like as quirky or as funny or as weird or as quiet or as whatever that permission to be who we are and then the second part of that is knowing there is a place we belong we don't have to change who we are we we can be exactly who we are and be loved for it in fact (laughs) i know you know this right when we give ourselves permission to be who we are, people automatically love us because it's authentic. Yes. Yes. Drawn. It's like a moth to a flame to someone who's their authentic self, who has embraced everything about them, their, their, their weirdness, their awesomeness, all of it. And, and when, we, when we walk around feeling like we have permission and living in that permission, we're giving other people um, inspiration to do the same. And that's the best thing. That's my favorite thing in the world, to tell you the truth. <laughs> I love that. And it's not, it's not disconnected from the love list, right? I mean, I hope people can see that. So what we're doing, or at least what I'm, what I'm doing, and I know you're doing, Diane, is it's really about celebrating exactly who people are, celebrating just the simple, wonderful, beautiful essence. And what I try to do in all my work, you know, it takes different forms, but it's to celebrate ourselves because we need to do that and, and to celebrate others in that way that is, is the, again, it's about the essence. It's not about, you know, it's great to have accomplishments and all of that, but it's really just like this. I'm talking to you. I don't care what awards you have. I don't care how many years you went to college. What I care about is you're present with me. You're curious. You're fun. You bring me a spark of energy. You listen. You're like a beautiful human being connecting with me. I love that. And now I want, I want our listeners to join in because I'm definitely joining in with the Permission and Belonging Challenge. It's, it's, it's a five-day challenge, right? And when, when does it – how do they sign up? You know, it's great. I, 
I have to admit, I don't have the link here with me, but I, if there's a way we can post it, we can do that. It's, it's an ongoing evergreen challenge, so people can join whenever it's a good time for them to have five days. I try to keep it, like, very short. The, the videos are really short. There's a short prompt every day to make it, again, simple. So can they find that at your website, simplycelebrate.net? They can find that. Um, yes, they can definitely do that. Okay, everybody, write this down. You want to go to simplycelebrate.net. And wait, I have this here. And you could do slash permission. I think that's the link. So oh, you'll find out all about. Yeah, I think that's the link. And you'll find out all about, you know, Sherry and her work and um, her book and everything that you want, you need to know to keep this. I mean, I know if you're listening to us right now, you're probably feeling so engaged and excited and hopeful and uplifted because that's what Sherry does, right? And so you want to go to her website so you can get some more of that good stuff. That's what I have to say about that. Ah, um, Diane, and- you're so great. <laughs> well, I cannot believe 30 minutes has literally flown by. Um, this conversation, I love this because it went into different places than probably either of us intended. But I think that um, for those that are listening, to know that there's a way out of that dark pit, to know that there's hope, to know that that pinprick of light is possible at any moment, um, and to trust it. If you could trust anyone, trust us because we've been there, and we're telling you that that hope is possible. And I encourage everyone to get out a pen and paper and work on some love lists because, you know what, we all need that in our life. We've been through, like Sherry said, we've been through a rough couple of years. And um, we need to celebrate that we're still here, celebrate that we're growing and making life better, and we need to reach out to people we love and up our love game by say it, saying it now. What do you think, Sherry? Do you agree? <laughs> 100%. Diane, thank you. Thank you for everything that you are. You're a beautiful, beautiful ray of sunshine. You are the same. I, I'm going to get up to the Bay Area sometime um, in, the, in the spring, and we're going to have to get together for sure. Absolutely. You betcha. Okay. Well, listeners, I want to say thank you to Sherry Riker Ballou for being our leading lady today. And special thanks to all of our listeners, both in the United States and internationally, as we are an international show. And we will be back again for another Women Lead Radio show, Mondays at 9 a.m. and Fridays at 2 p.m. Both of those are Pacific time. It has been my sincere pleasure to be your host today. Thank you for listening. And and I hope that that you will continue to live a lighthearted life, a life of joy, of laughter, of connection, of love lists and fun and pinpricks of light that are hope in this world. And from Sherry and from me, we wish you the happiest of the holiday seasons and joy throughout the following year. Anything you want to say, Sherry, before we go? Oh, thank you. Women Leading the Way is produced by Connected Women of Influence, the premier private membership organization where light-focused, business-to-business executive and professional women connect, collaborate, and cultivate a vast network of high-level affiliations, resources, and professional relationships. For more information about Connected Women of Influence, please visit our website at connectedwomenofinfluence.com.
This is the smell of a warm three-day-old egg salad sandwich in a wimpy trash bag. Wimpy, wimpy, wimpy! Blech! And this is the smell of that same sandwich in a hefty, ultra-strong trash bag with new Fabuloso lemon scent. Hefty, hefty, hefty! <sighs> smell the difference? When life gives you stinky, get Hefty Ultra Strong with new Fabuloso Lemon Scent. It smells like clean, freshly picked lemons. So no matter what's inside your trash, you can stop the stink and smell the lemon. With the Lucky Land Plus, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> 